Hello and welcome to the Free in the Field podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams of being professional footballers dashed away as children. The one at birth was confined to a wheelchair and the other two discovered food have their say on the Premier League and the Premier League. It's a different beast, Michael, isn't it? I use my catchphrase, bro. <laughs> I didn't realize my catchphrase, but... Here's your catchphrase. Here's your catchphrase. Yeah, my catchphrase, so... Also, okay, well, have you been re-listening to the podcast where you've been saying, let's get to the match? No, no, Darren, I haven't been re-listening to the podcast because I don't like the sound of my own voice. Unlike you, you listen to it every single day. Oh, rah. I don't. You fucking vain <laughs> bastard, you. Rah, rah, rah. Beef, you know? Beef. Fracas in the pod. I'm joking, it's, it's actually fine. It's quite um, cool, actually. He's yeah. just a vain bastard. I'll, don't get all upset because <laughs> don't get all upset because I caught you out on what you say. Sharp. I like my catchphrase. Okay, let's say. Let's get to the match. Isn't it? Yeah, we're around here and Grace just painting her nails. What are you saying? Hi. Hello. What up? What up? Right. Sorry about last week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit happened. Yeah. We missed it. We 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 all have things to do other than this, and we do this for a hobby. So you know, what was you, I doing? You get week? it when you get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross, well thank done. you for listening. No, like, you get it when you get it. Not like in a horrible way. Just like we can't always. We, sometimes things happen, and we can't do it every week. Alright, fam. That's just life. Alright, fam. We don't get paid for this. Let's get to the matches. Change it up, there, my friend. Oh, look at me <laughs> pointing at you on this audio only podcast. Yeah, they can all see it. All yeah, viewers. It's the beautiful. Match of, the match of the game, yeah. Match of the game. Oh yeah. Right, go. On. And the game of the match. Oh, no, sorry. The game of the weekend. We'll start with that one. Arsenal Aston Villa. That wasn't the game of the weekend. <laughs> it really wasn't. We all know which one was. <laughs> well, we're starting with it anyway. Finished two nil. Goal scorers uh, Giroud from the penalty spot and Aaron Ramsey. But nobody wants to talk about that. What an assist by Ozil, wasn't it? Oh, oh chill, 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 chill. Drew scored his chill, 50th chill, goal for chill, us. Right. Chill, chill. Can, can you not hear the sarcasm? Chill. No, no, no. no. I, I know sarcasm from you, but everyone starts that because you know what, yeah? When Giroud scored in the Champions League, yeah, the first goal, Ramsey crossed, great header by him. Okay, keeper should have saved that, but cool. All I was hearing was, well, past Merzel. Well, past Merzel. Well, pa-. how about you praise Giroud for once? What have you got to do to get praised around here, bruv? Man scored a hat trick. I was still hearing about the Ozil pass. But anyway, um, what's I mean, it called? Also, also it, was, it was only Giroud's 50th goal in the Premier League. I mean, let's not care about that. Yeah, but anyway. Um, oh, also. Oh, jeez. I've got a few today. It Stop was man. Yeah, it was Pierre Cech's 169th clean sheet. Yeah, he's so, drawn level with David James, hasn't he? Imagine David James at the top for clean that sheet. That just shows you how poor the Premier League has been. I was scoring on goals for Banter and now he's apparently the top goal. Yeah, I remember it was a game. It was a game where him, David Jones was asked about why he kept doing, trying, kept trying to do some funky saves. So apparently he said, no words of a lie. I'll try and find the, the interview. He said he was playing Pro Evo before. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to replicate some saves. So, you know, and he's up there. Fair but, enough. You know. um, no, Arsenal were comfortable, man. You were comfortable. Um, I think... Uh, I've got more to say about Villa in the sense that um, after going 2-0 down that's when they decided to pick up and play well which was weird Yeah. Um, but it, the influence that Adama Traore had for his little five minute cameo coming back from yeah, injury he's looking really good isn't he a bit of a bright spot for Villa yeah when, when someone's fit I don't care for a club like you your ears yet when a player's injury prone you, you have to rest him and look after him with that but when he's fit like he was that game you have to play him from the start or at least for the first 60 minutes maybe they're thinking though maybe they're thinking defensively maybe for real because when you've, let's be real when, you, when you're facing Arsenal home away you're probably not going to get all the ball or the majority of the ball uh, you probably, you probably Villa won't, have a real issue being compact you probably won't but I'd probably try to sit back and then try and hit him on the counter but look like Villa was trying to go toe-to-toe with Arsenal and Villa have not got any quality to go toe-to-toe with Arsenal so for me it's a case of I, I, I don't know where they can or if they can recover I don't I see don't them recovering know. I don't six, even know where the next win's going to come they've got be 6 points out of 16 games that's Derby form and Derby got relegated with I think 11, 10. 10 points so <laughs> that was a fun year exactly Paul Jules managerial career went down the pad with Derby uh, it's what happens when you have Robbie Savage in your team but anyway um, ouch he's shit though isn't it John Terry might agree with you though no, he definitely agree with me he was average Robbie Savage came out John Terry again this weekend yeah he did and he? rightfully so <laughs> but whatever we'll, we'll get to that okay well, I'll ask what he said there and then um, <laughs> but yeah no Arsenal were comfortable man it was a game they were expected to win 
Um, I haven't really done criticism being they should have looked for more goals. I think they were too relaxed after two. No, you know, goal difference means a lot. Main night fans know more than they think about that. So, uh, <laughs> just penetrate a lot more, score more goals, man. You got the quality, and Villa's not great defensively. I mean, Anna Hutton looked like Bullfrick Jackson. So, but the thing is, he's he's you know, well, they're better players though, Anna Hutton. Defensively, that's, that's the sad. thing. Villa, Villa have just been a, sh- a poor team from start to finish. What well, one win against Bournemouth for the very start of the season? They've not won since. I mean, <laughs> maybe guys got an impossible job. I think they're they're earmarked to go down, um, and I think the recruitment uh, since since Martin O'Neill left has been really really bad, like really bad. Mm, I was going to get onto that recruitment thing because now I'm hearing this week. I don't know who it was. I think it was Shira or something that said that none of the players were bought by Sherwood. Apparently, there's these three guys, I've got their names, that took control of the thing because of Randy Lerner. Now, this is, this is just what is annoying me about Aston Villa because it's either now... I'm not too much into that. No, 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 I'm not really much into it. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is this. They like to employ head coaches. I like managers that take control of the whole thing. I'm not saying that Sherwood didn't take control of the transfers they did sign them off or whatever. But what I'm saying is, they're a club that doesn't know how to use or have the people, the right people in charge that do this whole target this player, go for this player sort of thing. They don't have to do it the right way. Other clubs don't have to do it and that's how they're successful. I mean, God seems like that manager though, doesn't he? I hope so. He's got January to do it. He's got January. Yeah, but will he stay? It's not enough. There's too many that's, holes. That's the point. There's too many holes in this Villa team to expect to have it fixed by one window. But I think, it's not happening. I think a, team at that gonna... lev- a team at that level, you can't take those kind of risks when you are at a relegation battle because the manager has to pick the team at the end of the day and if he's signing or signing off signings that are a bit yeah if it's going to be Remy Gard going for the same thing he's going to struggle just as much as Sherwood did and other managers before so thing is thing is going back to, I'm going to make this one really quick point about Sherwood and I'm not going to say anything else about Villa because I think they're toast but um, look, it's really easy to say that I didn't buy the players before um well, by the players then get, after getting sacked, sorry. But I remember him actually saying clearly in an in a interview that he'd much rather buy somebody from the French League who's got international experience and play a load of that in his. That's, that's fine, that's even, fine. All I'm saying... The thing no, is no. The, no, no, I'm just saying people like Alan Sherwood would then, when Sherwood has been sacked, just because they like him, forget all the things he has said that shows that he has been getting these players in and say that it's not his fault or it's somebody else who's done it because that's the fashionable and easy excuse. They play, they, they, they'll they they'll um, praise teams like Southampton who use the exact same system effectively. Um, they'll praise Liverpool for signing Cortina which they did for that exact system. Southampton's system is exactly the same. Yeah, though, but it's the it? same It's the same type of model. Most yeah. And also realistically, most teams have a committee of people that they do to talk about. Oh, yeah, it it budges across the The clubs. difference between those clubs that you're mentioning are clubs that are definitely going to stay in the Premier League. This is not a club that's going to stay in the Premier League. I'm not saying this is an excuse for Sherwood. There's no excuse for Sherwood. He's he done a poor job changing tactics all the time, blah, blah, blah. So he got sacked for the right reason. But what I'm saying is a club at that level, at that, when they're battling that, at the, near the bottom, I personally don't feel that it should be a committee. If, if a manager takes control of the signings and all of that, and there's no committee, I prefer that if you're in a relegation battle. If you're in a higher up position where you know you're going to be safe, then that's fair enough. But anyway, he did struggle regardless, so he got set. And then we got to probably leave Villa in season when they get relegated as well. Let's get to the match. Huh. Um, there should be like a free midfield drinking game where you have to down... Uh, pint or take a shot every time you say that. Or oh, super malt, yeah. Just, just get this, get the students. Because <laughs> you know, man, don't drink. Oh, you say. There you go. Super yeah, okay. Or coke. Yeah, for, yeah, for you, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Super to the match. Coke. That penalty decision. Was it a penalty? It was a penalty. Just referee was a bit. You know, first you just say it's the linesman. The linesman has given it. No, see, this, this is where you're mistaken, my friend. The linesman did give it. Yeah, but, but it was, no, but it wasn't the linesman. On the actual side of the yeah, pitch. it was the one on the other it side. It was on the uh, on the other side. So the linesman that was on the other side of the pitch um, mentioned to the referee near the piece. Hold on, that's a penalty. Did you see the referee's view of that 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 foul? No, he saw it. He saw it clear. It was ridiculous. Day. But the point being, the foul's committed. The goalkeeper's collected the ball. You've taken five steps back. This is like a five six second interval between the, when the foul's committed and when they got the penalty. This is where the controversy comes because you have to make quick, fair decisions. I know it's a high-pressure job, 
But if you wait that long and then you make a decision after, you're definitely going to get criticism because Villa are ready to do, go on the move, maybe counter-attack or something. Oh, are you referee, you stop the game and then... No, no, you don't stop the game and then you have to let someone else talk in your ear and all that. You know, it's, it's, it's long. Isn't it good that they're making... It was good that he got the uh, right decision. Correct decisions, but taking the time to discuss no, them. And it was them. Good. That, that, that's, good, that's good officiating. Any, any, any time referees want to discuss something before making a decision as key as awarding a penalty to another team um, I'm all yeah, for personally it was, it was good no I'm not because I'm not, I'm not, he got the right decision anyway but I just didn't like the amount of time it took from the foul being committed to what's his name who's um, throwing the ball out whatever. you want quick fire decisions yeah or at least three seconds he saw the foul to be honest, he should have seen it. He, have, he didn't need any help anyway. He can tell you on my United fan. Giroud took that penalty away. Very nice. He sent Guzan the wrong way. Let's go this 50th. Congratulations, Olivier Giroud. Okay. Good counter-attack from Arsenal. Foul from Ramsey started it, though. That was a foul. Um, Walcott played a nice through ball to Ozil in so much space. And his assist... Or simple. Have you seen his Instagram? Ends right there, doesn't it, though? Have you, have you, have you seen his Instagram? He's the funniest... Like, I'm not going to swear on this podcast Bastards. anymore. I've, I've I promised right. yourself. But like, you he's... You yourself. He's... Don't let me out you. Don't lie to these people, to these good people that listen to us. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's like... It's just like... He I took a uh, selfie of him in, in a, on a yacht or something or in a boat and he's on holiday and he's like, hashtag Mesut Ozil, hashtag always assisted. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> It's, it's called that bad now. I think it's a running joke. It is a running joke. Ramsey's finish off the good finish. Good tidy finish. Uh, second half, meh. Arsenal kind of sat back and Villa had a few chances here and there that should have converted. Gested and Sinclair's headers, really the, the ones that should have uh, hit the back of the net. And as, as we said before, Adama Traore looking yeah, like perhaps. a real bright spark. He'll, he'll, leave in the, he'll leave in the summer. Yeah, he will. Southampton. Spurs. Direct run run down the wing, ball Harry Kane one no. <laughs> Ericsson on the in the on the left or in the middle, the middle on the left or the middle or son. There you go. There's your team. There's your team. When Pochettino leaves, sign me up. We get it, bro. Forget. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to your team. Bournemouth, Manchester United finished two one. That, that kickoff was at five thirty. So can we go to the games before that, please? No, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just do this. Do this now. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say much. I'll let, I told Darryl he'll keep talking. I mean, where shall we start? Shall we start? Can I, the, come, uh, can I, can uh, okay, that's your question. Shall we start the lineup first? The lineup wasn't his fault. Barring, barring the left back. Actually, the, I'm sure playing left the, back. The, the, the lineup is his fault. I don't care. You think you, you're going to blame injuries on him? I'm going to blame se- selling so many players on him. Varela shouldn't have played. Rafael should have played. There you go. That, that is a for, for definite. Fellaini should not be in the main night. I know he got the goal, but if you saw the goal. Sliding his fit. He's starting to finish the sliding. Mm. You got the goal at the end there, but. Yeah, if you saw the care. goal, if you saw the goal, like anyone would have scored that. It's not a Fellaini type goal. It's not as if he bustled past everybody yeah. or headed it in. You know what? You two can have your fun on this. I just want to say this, innit? Because I, 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 I had no emotion when Main Night lost. I literally went to my games console. I was like, oh, lol, whatever. Play my <laughs> game. Basically, this is how it is for me, yeah. Like, I want to give this guy to the end of the season to see where he is. For me, dropping out of the Champions League is unacceptable. Losing to Bournemouth, I don't care how unpredictable the Premier League is. That's unacceptable. The team lineup is a is a end result of just selling players and bringing in very few, and making the squad so small. I understand helping youth, but this wasn't a situation where he's looking to bring through this youth, these youth players like Bullfrey Jackson, and that this was. They, they, were for, they were forced to play. They were forced to play. But, but also, the thing is, like, this is what Chelsea fans need to understand as well. You don't bring in youth in a team low on confidence because it's more likely to affect them than everybody else because the other, the other older players have experience of getting out of those bad runs. You can't, you can't just throw in young players when the team's in a shit run and expect everything to turn around because if it doesn't turn around, the young players have to deal with that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I personally, I would love it if he stayed to the end of the season and then, like, we got Pep or something. But he's got. He's dreaming. Yeah, well, he's not going to Arsenal, so chill out. Um, Never said he was. Yeah, but you're, 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 you're dreaming of that as well, don't you? No, the no, smirk on your face says you, know you are. Tell me, tell me you keep dreaming. He's dreaming there himself. I'm not dreaming, actually. Watch when Barca pop you. Anyway, um, <laughs> point, being, point being this, like. Where are you, though? 
And we're in Europa League, we've got FC Midget Lands. Cool. Channel 5. When when Pure Day Sisto scores a bagger against. Okay. It's, not even, it's not even Channel 5, man. It's, B, it's yeah. BT Sport. So oh, what are you talking about? BT Sport. It's like you in the cha- yeah. Europa Europe League. You're, you're, you're on Channel uh, 5. Try again and win it, bruv. But anyway. Um, point being. That's <laughs> the Trump card, Kale. That's the Trump card. <laughs> I ain't going to go back and forth with the Gooners, man. And then they'd always drop down to fourth anyway. Point being... Um, I bow to your remark, my friend. <laughs> no, point being, seriously, though, um, I don't know... I've lost all emotions from United right now, to be honest. I support the club, I love the club, but when my United loses, it's just like, oh, well, all right. right. That's it for me, so... Van Hal, keep doing what you're doing, but listen up, fam. If you get if we get popped by Sheffield United in the FA Cup here, take you and your wife back to Holland and chill there, but if we need a new manager... Uh, this is this is my viewpoint on the the goals we conceded were laughable, especially the second one. Cause, and also, start Man United for a team that is known to be very def- defensive. And the last two games, they've conceded two, four goals from set pieces. Um, so that isn't great. Uh, you can you can argue that Stanislas's goal was a bit of a fluke goal, but then you could also say the guy should be doing a lot better than that. It was a set piece as well. Um, that was a set piece as well. That's what I was saying. And um, Joshua King's goal was hilarious. Was just no, shit. See, see they've d- they've done that many times though. As a Premier League manager, you should analyze these things the right saying. way. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what, the first thing no, I said about my night. The first thing I said about my night for a supposedly defensively minded team so conceded four goals in two games from set pieces. Ridiculous. And um, that's just that's just not that's not acceptable, um, because that just comes down to not studying and not and not um, looking at the team you're facing and not really acting that out. Um, but the thing is, it may not look like a team that don't want to play for the manager or they're just sick of the, the football the manager's playing. But what I've, I I flip flopped on my opinion on, on LVG so much this week um, because it's very very easy as a, as to let the emotional side of the football fan come out and just sort of like go, oh, no, this isn't this isn't right. Like, I don't want LVG to be playing this turgid, boring football for the team I support. I don't want him to be making everybody have to play square passes. I don't want to have to face two different, have two defensive midfielders playing for United every single week, even when we're playing a team that we should be steamrolling with, even when we have the majority of the ball. But with LVG, there's always been always been a thing like he does the dirty work and then the next manager always comes up trumps happened at Barca happened at Bayern happened at Ajax you can say Ajax did Ajax did a little bit more than the dirty work but you look at his history especially some of his transfers uh, he brought Robin Ribery in for um, for Bayern and he, they were the, the basis of what you see today and they're following that blueprint with with Kingsley Coman and and um, Douglas Costa, and we've now got Memphis Depay and Anthony Marshall, and there's no limit to their potential. Um, it's just I feel like he needs to sometimes just let the reins go because he's really disrupting our attacking side because we're we're absolutely dreadful to watch attacking fights. But I would like I would like um, LVG to to remain through his contract but what I wouldn't like is for Giggs to be manager because I personally believe he's not showed the, the gumption and, and the balls to um, to be a main manager as well as the lack of experience as well if he if he was really up for it he'd be going and doing what Gary Neville did if he was really up for it he'd be making a lot more noise about how the how we are playing on the bench he's he's I, very, he's, I, I disagree slightly with that have you seen him I've he looks I've like he looks like he he sits down and waits until Van Gaal wants a coffee and I, he gets I, it for well, him. Well, I've seen him, but we know the kind of manager Van Gaal is. Let's not ignore that fact that he yeah, but is, that's, is, that's his, is his way or no way. The, the the idea that he's incredibly ignorant is not true, though. It's, it's not. Stuffy. It's not about ignorant. He's he's just he's a very stiff guy. Yeah, yeah. he wants something done a certain way. It, it, we've seen it. We've seen it throughout he, his his whole career. I mean, people like um. Pep and Jose praise him because they got the management from him and they learned different styles from him and all that. So that's perfect. But what we're seeing is because we haven't changed any style of football. If, if Giggs gets to him, he's assessing him. It's the same thing as the players. The players look scared to talk to him. I'm not saying he's put a fear factor in there. What I'm saying is right now it is his way or no way. He's sticking to one thing and one thing only. That's Van House thing. So if how how is Giggs going to now get a chance? If Giggs says something, cool. I don't think he's not 
not said anything on the bench we can only see what's on the bench i'm seeing the trainer he says something his opinion must count for something but how how would he get the opportunity to show those the, the gumption of the balls you're talking about exactly the thing is there's a job out there there's jobs out there for gigs what? i don't think he's i i think i think if 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 gigs really wanted to prove he's got the managerial now he could at least be doing what Nicky Butt is doing, imagining the only twenty ones. Well, if he's he given that role, he should be. He should be. Yeah, but he should be able to be towering himself for positions to give himself the major experience. Because it's, let's let's say let's say he does get that man out of job. If he fucks it up, that's it. But that's it. Why to that point? Why would he make that move if he's being told that these players are being signed because he's the next manager? He's already been told that. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing so is, why would you then go and miss another job? It's not the sense of. Why, why would you move when you've got a few things set up? You, it's not a normal job. It's not a normal job. Like you, a lot of a lot, taking gigs out of the question. People that are linked with Man United are the likes of Carlo Ancelotti, the likes of um, Pep Guardiola. They are, these are seasoned pros with very, very, very seasoned set resumes. Do you, Do you not think he's being linked with this post because? he has experienced that sort of pressure as a player it's not the at the same club. Roy Keane. It's not the same. Roy, no, 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 Roy not, Keane is nowhere near the, the manager he was a player. That, that, that's that's down to ability though. I'm, what I'm saying is, I mean, Roy, obviously Roy Keane was doing the same thing and if his ability is not as good then, but we haven't got, had a chance to pr- see that yet. That's the difference. So that's why I don't want to get on him. Roy Keane, um, if you're listening. You're a shit manager. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Michael says you're a shit manager. I say you're a lovely human being. By the <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you shit yourself. <laughs> To 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 um to paraphrase one of my favorite main players in Roy Keane, stick up my bollocks, <laughs> like because that's that's not true. He's not a lovely human being. He's just very straight to the point. But if you look at if you look at um Roy Keane's leadership qualities on the pitch, you'd thought he'd be able to carry that over to the manager side. But he all he did was alienate people. It was like Paulo Di Canio, all he did was alienate people. But I'm going off topic. Uh, main United aren't good enough at the moment and they need to start getting good enough because this is horrible to watch praise the Bournemouth though did well very well say, Bournemouth yeah. did well very well oh god very I forgot well. to say yeah. um, that's your favourite team isn't it no it's not I've always wanted to spend the whole fucking time so but my head <laughs> but yeah uh, Bournemouth did fantastically well um, and they just they just keep going from strength to strength and they're undoubtedly the most unlucky team in the Premier League as well and they're still playing fantastically well they're a fantastic run and Long may it continue for their sakes. Long may it continue. And long may Lukaku's form continue as it has this weekend. He scored one, as did... Uh, no. As, oh, as did Houdahan. Finished 1-1 that game, didn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yes, it did. Two points dropped for Everton. Yes, indeed. Let's get to uh, what happened. Change it up there, my friend. Yep. Change it up yep. there. Change it up. Baines is back. Good? Not good? Mm. Well, yeah, I think it's good because I was never, I was not convinced by Galloway. Weren't you? Considering, job. considering the job he did in his absence, I think he did all right. But I don't know. I was, I'm not saying he did a poor job. I wasn't really convinced by him. But yeah, oh, I mean, they, they very, they very much offer different things. Yeah, but it's good to see, it's good to see Baines back. Uh, I don't know if he'll make Euros, but I hope not. Uh, he won't. He won't. I'm not even sure. I don't. I, I think he's there. I think it'll be because Arsenal. I think Ryan Bertrand will start. But for me, it should be Bertrand and Cresswell. Right now, Shaw mm. Shaw should take a break because he should not yeah, rush back. Don't don't do don't then, do. This is England. If Welbeck when he comes back in February, apparently now. Um, and Welbeck then, was an injury prone before he joined, and then he plays Arsenal. what ten games. Then he probably makes the squad. So there you go. By the way, he not, wasn't. He wasn't injury. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Let's get. It's, it's, not, it's not England. Sorry, it's not that. England. It's it's not even Arsenal. It's Norwich and Everton. So let's get to that. First goal. Great ball in from Delphi. We put it on a plate for Lukaku. Another assist for Delphi. Yeah. Unbelievable season he's having. Then chance after chance came for Everton. Lukaku missed an absolute sitter. How did he miss that? Um, and Baines, of course, hit the post. Second half. Good ball in from the corner. And the goal, goal was very. Norwich's goal was very scrappy in the end. Houlihan poked it in. Poked it in. He poked it. Oh, no, he poked it. Could have been handball, but he poked it in. He poked it, yeah. Poked it, yeah. Right. And then, my favourite person in the world. Cameron Jerome. Cameron Jerome showed us all why he's a championship striker at best. <laughs> he says there's so much glee on his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
No, you know what? I think I told this anecdote before, but you don't know why. It's called a fucking hat trick against me in Foot Manager. I hope you crash and burn, Cameron Jerome. You should do. He should use Prozo to to look at your tactics. The keys are there, Foot Manager. That should be that happens. He's lied. That's why he ripped you, bro. Don't hate. I mean, I'll be worried. I'll be worried for Norwich at the moment. Their 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 form is just starting to slide as as Bournemouth is starting to rise, and you need to. No, when we do that. They don't have to worry about that. Chelsea's below them. We find to see if they carried this dreadful form on. I don't see them game into the top seven right now, to be honest. It's scary. It's scary. Norwich Everton. But um, no, Norwich. The only thing about Norwich, they, they need to depend on their home form a lot because away from home, they're shocking. So right now, home form is where they're getting most of their points. Um, they're gonna get they're gonna get um, really stereotypical analysis like they need to make their home for home place a fortress they need to get the crowd behind them because to be honest sometimes that's just where are they should they be having them (laughs) for what I don't know we have to ask Delia for dinner at Delia's house obviously probably Uh, uh, yeah it's just one of those ones the home form is very important for them Um, Hulahan He's performing better than I think he. I, I do think he would because he's getting he's getting on a little bit now in terms of age four. Yeah, for a footballer. So it, it it's good to see him still performing and probably being their best player as well at the moment. But um, no, it's it's okay. I think defensively, there's I think they had one or two bodies in the, in the generation transfer window, man. Just to have a bit more stability because they still look very very poor defensively. I mean, I know the captain on form and that, but it, it looked like the way they're defending and the chances Everton had that. Any other clinical striker that would have been scoring goal after goal would have finished it. I mean, they conceded three against Bournemouth. Exactly. Um, so it's and it's so six against Newcastle. Yeah. So I'm not being funny. Like it's just Phoenix Mori, okay, but is this like less shit Alcaraz? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Alcaraz. Is, oh yeah, Alcaraz. Is, so, I mean, shit. he's just like Jagielka. Just seems to have fitness issues this season, um, which is. So it's just like it's put putting all our hopes on the still learning twenty one year old John Stones. You know, yeah. I, I, I I'm ready. To, I'm right. I'm cool with that. I'm ready to move on to the next. You're game ready to me. move on. You ready to move on, Michael? I'm ready to do whatever you guys are ready to do, man. You sure? Yeah, man. That's some nice food. I'm, I'm feeling good. Man. You, you want to know the team we're going to next? Uh, pff, no idea. Will you Leicester Chelsea yet? Can we do Leicester Chelsea? Yet? No. Can we yeah, we can. We could do. We'll, that, we'll, we'll get to that. Leave that last, man. That's Monday. We yeah. are going to leave that till last. You have to stick around if you want to hear that, that hilarity. Um, Sunderland Watford. I apologise. I apologise. Finished 1-0, like quite a few results did this weekend. Igalo, rapid start from uh, KK Flores from Watford. is doing an absolutely amazing job mm-hmm. in the Premier League. And Watford are also doing an amazing job as a promoted team. Um, so what for Leicester, boy? What no, exactly. Get, but the thing is, I think, I think, I think they, I think they, they love that Leicester are doing that because they can just slowly Oper- operate, in the background yeah, yeah, yeah. just operate and do their thing in and the shadows in the shadows, and they're, they're going to stay up on the really front. They're going to be comfortable. <laughs> Kike Flores is going to be doing well. They're going to, they're going to have a load of great recruitment again in the, in the next season. They're going to just going to keep building. And it's very, very, very funny to realise that Odin Lugano could have been playing in China this season. But now he's got um, 14, 13 goals in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you saying, Rooney? I'm joking. But um, no, no. Um, yeah, man. No, Stop I, it, Michael. I ain't got much to say about it. Yeah. Stop it. Stop what? Stop relating everything to Man United. Stop it. I, I did it once. Speaking of. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, speaking of. Very, very big congratulations to John O'Shea for reaching 400. Um, Premier League appearances. Majority for me. <laughs> Great way to round it off, you know, yeah. with a loss. But hey. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, Hey-ho. Yeah. So as I said before, rapid start from Watford, but a simple goal. Igalo is found by Newm. That's how you say it. And he squeezed it, squeezed the, squeezed the ball in underneath Pantillamon's legs, I believe it was. Igalo's found a favourite mover, haven't he? Remember well, that? that yeah. yeah. Whoosh. He loves that the way the he sort of picks up the ball and sort of curves it in with his feet. Yeah, it's quite nice. Um, but I'll be honest with you, like, if if you haven't if you haven't noticed already, me and Michael have stopped just getting mad about defending. 
Yeah, I'm tired of it, man. Because it, uh, just this is what the Premier League is this year. So <laughs> yeah, well, I, can't gonna, be, I actually can't be asked talking about defenders anymore. Bro. They're, they're the ones where you just get last last was it two, was it three weeks ago? I just had a big headache on a Saturday watching <laughs> match of the day. I was just getting pissed off. I've just decided to take the Premier League as it is and that is why you're going to hear a massive change in heart when it comes to a certain team in the middle of England Okie dokie Second half goal Goal missed short a bit of a second win wouldn't you say Had a great game yeah. Pulled off a great big, good few good saves. The thing is with Gomez, the thing is the thing is with Gomez. He's he's always going to give you good saves His issue is his area ability and his concentration um, he's always gonna he's always gonna get get you some good saves. He is obviously very 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 well respected in the Watford camp as he's the captain. Um, he's a seasoned pro, played in Europe, played in Premier League before. So I'm I'm just the Premier League is Europe. Played in Europe for PSV and the Premier League before. Premier League Stop, you're being pedantic. <laughs> I like being pedantic. You're also the host, so cut it out. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean. He's due a good season, and in Ouch. <laughs> no, no, no levels because he, he he's is, he's actually the undisputed king of Kalam. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he is David James reincarnate. I can yeah. never forget that day when they had Madrid in the second leg against White Hart Lane, and like Tottenham were doing well. I think they took the lead, and then they need to score mm-hmm. one when they'll go through wherever, and he was pulling us one or two fantastic saves, and then a simple shot came through to him. That even my nephew, that he, I'm not talking about the one that's free. I'm talking about the one that's one now. Hilarious. Would have saved. <laughs> And I, 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 ain't got, I, ain't, I ain't got time for Callum like that, man. That's why he got so out of Tottenham. Ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. That American English. But um, <laughs> no, apart from that, no, Watford have done a bit of a run recently. Um, the way they use Dini and... Um, Egalo. Egalo. Um, Dini drifting out wide sometimes. I, didn't, I wasn't sure about that beginning of the season. I was thinking, you know... Target goals, man. Yeah, the goals he was scoring last season as well, he should be up there. But, you know... Kiki Flores, sorry, so sorry, hit him, and he's producing top performances. If he's not scoring or assisting, he's definitely making a contribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd also, like, I'd also like to say, like, very, very good debut season in the Premier League for Nathan Ake. He's done fantastically well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And his um, his loans by Watford. Yeah, he's going for the test next season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Sorry, mate. Yeah. So it's Bamford. Oh, Bamford needs to leave. Is that a link to the Crystal Palace game? No, it is not. Damn. Did they, did they play Saturday? Was, yeah, it, was it Saturday? I thought they played Sunday. Saturday, okay. They play Saturday, but we're not there yet. Not quite there. Where we are, though, is at Manchester City. And Swansea. Don't know why I said it like that. It's not even a Welsh word. Swansea! Man. I'm, I'm, I actually met a Welsh, I'm a, a Welsh guy from Swansea. Oh, yeah. He had the whole kit thing on. You support Cardiff, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he went because in Colchester he was wearing this whole he was wearing the whole gap. Was he full kit wankering? Oh, yeah, he was. No, he worked for them, so first fair enough to him. He, he was wearing the whole thing for a training session. It was all cool, but you know, I think the way he was talking, like I can't lie, I went to laugh a little bit. Like I've I've heard of Ross actions before, but to hear it from an actual Welsh person coming out full, full blast, full blast and fresh, it was like we do we do enjoy the Welsh. We're not taking the mic. I'm not, I'm not taking the mic. Yeah, exactly. I'm not taking the mic. It was hilarious. I was just like, Rah. it was hilarious. That's how um, I first when I first heard as it. was their second of Gary Monk. Hilarious. Not for Monk though. It was due to come. Simple as that. Due to come. Um, but on that subject, they they're apparently looking to get Marcelo Bielsa. Um, Andre will be very, very, very pleased. But um, if they are to get Marcelo Bielsa, they've got to expect to be doing a lot of running because he loves the pressing game. He absolutely loves pressing game. He's the and one that started that whole thing. He's the game. one who started that. He was the one who... He is the mentor to Pep Pochettino and all the managers. Pep said he was the um, best manager in the world yeah. at yeah. one point when he was at Barca, didn't he? Yeah. Petch. Pep, Pep said it. Um, Pep, but the thing is, Pep, Luis Enrique, Pochettino, um, the Chile manager now, um, who I can't wait for him to get a. He's linked to Swansea as yeah, well. San Panoli, I can't wait for him to get a good uh, a job in uh, in Europe as well. And the River Plate manager, they're all connected to Marcel Bielsa. He is, he's left the dynasty in football. Um, uh, but the thing is, Swansea, I don't know if they've got enough hard workers <laughs> to deal with a manager like Bielsa. Because I'm gonna have to run an awful lot. You're whipping him to shape like Van Gaal's done at Man United. Let's not do it. <laughs> I looked it there. Let's um, let's. But going on, Manchester City, Swansea. Um, yeah, so Boney being a bit of a bastard there. He doesn't score him often. Comes on, he, he scores against his old team though, doesn't he? 
what matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a bullet header from the Ivorian, of course, in the second half. Keeping with the bullet theme. Go, miss. The lion. Cecil. Puma. Lion. It's lion. I, I don't. I don't like. It's Gomez a goal celebration, celebration, but yeah, <laughs> I hate that celebration of passion. You should love it, man. Gomez with a bullet strike to equalize. Had no right to, but he found the net anyway. Uh, but they couldn't hold on. The footballing gods were cruel as Torres' shot deflected off the back of Ian Nacho. Don't think I spelled it right in my notes, but fuck it. And he found the net. Good win. Regulate. Not good win. Regulation win. They should be doing. They should be winning. Um. Ideally, they should be winning before the last minutes, but yeah, regulation win. Um, there's really not much to say other than, to be honest, Swansea need to. I mean, Swansea, Swansea won't be measured about up against teams like City, and they wouldn't be even if they were on good form like they were at the very start of the season. But they, they something needs to change. They're they're absolutely skydiving. I didn't know how bad it got for Swansea until Gary Monk got sacked. I checked the tables and I realised how far down they'd gone. Um, but I still think they made the wrong decision in sacking him. But um, Swansea, they, they, I think the players need to look at themselves. The players have to look at themselves and think, oh, what what could I have done to do better? I think it goes hand in hand in the sense that. Um I think about Swansea is going on their discipline is they don't have enough players in midfield that want to do the defensive work. Um, And as a manager, I don't think you should allow it to be Key and Shelby or Shelby and Sigurdsson or Sigurdsson and Key in midfield. Cork Cork is literally the only defensive man in midfield. Exactly. And he's not always 100% fit. He's had injury problems in the past. So in terms of that area of recruitment, I think that's where he went wrong and that's where it backfired him a little bit because at the end of the day, he signed Ayu. He signed. He signed quite a lot of attacking players. Adair, go, go miss. Yeah, without actually focusing too much on the defensive work. He signed um, Jack Cork. Obviously, it was a good signing, but you still need more in the uh, midfield. To also, do the only sounds like an English Arsenal winger. I love it. It's just also with the, the thing is right. Good defensive midfielders can mask your defense proficiencies. My biggest. Um, my biggest example of that for me is uh, this is going to be quite controversial because quite a few people don't rate him but I don't rate Jose Fonte from Southampton but I feel like he was made to be a much better defensive midfielder because he had Schneiderlin the defender even because he had Schneiderlin and one Wanyama in front of him protecting him if you've got good defensive midfielders in front of you that you're back for it can just make everything tick and Swansea don't have that unfortunately for them and game on has paid the price for that and I don't think his players have played, have played to their potential ability like they did at the start of the season. Like they did up until the end of the May night game. I think the name you're looking for is Dion Lovren, bro. Him too. Yeah. But I still don't rate Jose Fonte. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Indeed, West Ham Stoke. Meh. Meh. <laughs> Arnautovic hit the bar from his deflected free kick and Zarate hit the post after a good run. And Chiati had a header clear off the line. Shout out Mikel Antonio for actually playing. <laughs> <laughs> this is about time. Um, I'll praise Stoke on this because um, we didn't get to talk about the Man City game last week. Um, what I think this Stoke's guy, actual best performance in Premier League history for them. <laughs> what I think um, Mark Hughes has done so well right now is the trump card being Aphelion of midfield free. Because right now you have it was it was Whedon, um, no it wasn't Adam it was Whedon, Van Ginkle, no not Van Ginkle someone else Whedon someone else and um, Afalai but those two were doing the, the two before were doing the defensive work so what the, the tr- what Afalai does as a different thing is so obviously you know Sha- you know Shakiri Boyan and other are coming after you but what Afalai does is he has a bit of uncertainty so if you remember the first goal when Shakiri crossed the info and Anatovic tap in. When Bojan played the ball to him, Anatovic dropped into the midfield, into the striker's position. And then Bojan was on the right side where Shakiri was. But what the uncertainty comes from is if you watch Afla, Afla drops into the middle. So if that ball comes back, he gets in, he has a free shot. That four that four pronged attack has added a certain dimension to Stokes' game. And I think that's what they're going to try and use for the rest of the season. First and foremost, getting Afla. To a state where he can play 90 minutes or at least 70 to 75 minutes anyway in a match is fantastic because he's very very injury prone 
and his fitness levels have never been great. So getting him to that level is good so far. But what they've done is those three are the big danger, but they've now they've added another person who has an extra bit of danger that the defenders are not too sure of. And even though Afala hasn't really grabbed anyone's attention in his career so far, He's always nearly done. Yeah, but they've got this fear of, at the end of the day, you know what, he's played for Inter Milan, Arnautovic is a light Zlatan, um, Bojan, <laughs> Champions League winner, Barca, Afolai, Barca talent. So, when you're playing teams like that, defenders, I think in this day and age, defenders think way too much before they do something. So, the, the thing, the advantage that Stoke have now is that those four players add such a different dimension that now, you don't know where the danger's coming from in that side because they've got so many dangerous players. You know, you could criticize them and say, oh, they've got too many fair players or the guy that's playing out as the striker or the center forward is too small. But at the end of the day, when you've got quality that can produce that kind of football, every other team's going to struggle against you. And the teams that they've beaten this season are testament to that when you see those, those guys going forward with them. So um, it's good to see that. And Charlie Adam being another act, uh, effect to that being that, you know, I think he's a, He's a cunt, but his passing ability shouldn't be discounted. He's got, he's got, he's got a very good ball. You're a nasty bastard, but you can play a ball. Yeah, he, you can play a good through ball. Yeah. He can play a good pass. He's right. So, <laughs> um, that also has another dimension. So, yeah, man. I mean, what Marquis is doing it was a slow, steady progress. The beginning of the season, they were poor, but it looks like now they've got a rhythm. They're much more solid with short cross at the back. Finally, he's back. And he's able that's to play. made a huge difference. That's made a huge, huge difference. And he's the captain, so now they've got that leadership that they've missed back as well. And they've got a top goalkeeper in Button that say he's a top class keeper right, keeper right now. So um yeah, credit to Stoke. They're just doing everything the right way now. And the way they've built their squad and the way they're building the team, you can see now he's trying to add that that steel back into the defence. And now he's got so much flair going forward that you're not sure. And all these players are quick and they got trickery, so you don't know where they're gonna come from next. It's good to see. It's good oh, to see. I'm just gonna say What's going on with them? But the, the thing is I think this is a good result because um, Stoke have come off their best performance in the Premier League I genuinely believe that Man City performance was the best performance in the Premier League history West Ham have had a few really dodgy results of late so I think it's a good one to steady the ship a little bit especially considering the amount of players they have out they have Payet out they have Lanzini out they have Saka out they have Moses out they have all the other players out so I think this is a good result for both parties especially West Ham yeah I agree with that um, you agree with that? Yeah, just it's it's it is quite nice to see that even though they've lost so many flair players that they're still finding ways to trouble defences regardless. Um kinda sad to see and no, it's not sad, it's good to see him at least fit Andy Carroll, but I'm kinda scared that he'll go to the Euros but he won't we're hushing it's England. Any manager but no, levels um no it, it's good to see West Ham at least getting a point from this game. They struggled a lot and they got up on the old Trafford as well, but then that's not hard to get, is it? So <laughs> Um, giving them away at the moment yeah no so it, it was, it was, it was uh, for me it was a good football game two sides trying to go for it go for it chances everywhere so yeah I, I enjoyed it but it was much more impressed by Stoke than West Ham at the moment you know a game I didn't enjoy Crystal Palace Southampton that was a meh meh do you know, who did, do you know who did enjoy it who uh, Alan Pardew because he went to the pub with a load of Crystal Palace fans afterwards oh, nice um, as you do yeah. Uh, yeah. So Davis header looked destined for the back of the net, but Wayne Hennessy pulled off a remarkable save. But Lassie then blasted, blasted past Fonte, completely used his pace to beat him. Found Kabai who slotted it home with. What was that? What was that? Was that Jose Fonte? If I wanted, it was. Um, I'll be honest. Even company does calam these days. I'll be honest. I'll be really quick as well because. Um, there's really not much to say about the Premier League this week. There was a lot of one else. And we want to watch Lufa. Uh, and we want to watch Lufa. Best show on TV at the moment. Um, right. Crystal Palace uh, have beaten a team around their level. And that's going to be a lot. That's going to do a lot of confidence for them. And, uh, and also, Southampton have the same sort of danger that Crystal Palace posted teams. Danger zone? <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out Kenny Loggins um, but I really really do believe that this past team um, they're a strike they're a good striker away from really pulling up some trees um, it was interesting to see um, Wolf Zahar's Instagram post 
about him diving and he was literally like the shirt and his pants are getting pulled off him by Ryan Bertrand and <laughs> the, the the caption was I'm diving aren't I it's like sometimes you need to protect our flair players because you follow a lot of footballers on Instagram don't you Darren no I just go on the BBC Sport website <laughs> <laughs> um, for some reason the BBC Sport website is loving Instagram at the moment but um, with that being the case you need to put you, we need to be protecting these flair players we need to be protecting those players that can be players and Wolfram Zahar is one of them and I think it's an absolute shock that he's not even being given a chance at the English squad but Jesse Lingard has a lot less games um, this I'm telling you about England see it's true right? I'm telling you about England it's true this, yeah, and Wolfram Zahar has got one of the most take-on successes in the Premier League if he's got like 20 or 25 take-ons completed that's what I'm saying it's England man. So, I told um, you but whatever Crystal Palace is a great point for them. Southampton are having a rockier season than I think they expected. Um, I think this is. I think they've peaked. Will he be the next casualty? No, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna make. I don't think there's gonna be any more casualties until the end of the season. Mm. Abramovich might disagree with you though. The thing is, no, Abramovich, Abramovich isn't there. stupid. Abramovich knows now. He's learned his lesson. He's had to hire him back because he knows there's nobody that can get in that's gonna do this as good a job. Unless Simeone decides, I don't want to manage Atletico Madrid anymore. Right, he's, he's not even he's not an upgrade. It's just you exactly know. he's just got the potential to be around him. But yeah, no, no, I don't feel that any other manager is going to get sacked. But famous last words: watch, <laughs> watch next week. We find like five managers have gone. There you go. Potential loss, maybe not. Considering he gets, uh, he got two results in two in the past two weekends. Two big teams as well. Tottenham, Newcastle. Oh, this know, game, you know, right? Finished two you know, one. You know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I, I, I was fuming. I was Tottenham absolutely fuming because Tottenham should have been four or five up in the first half. Yes, they should have. I'm not a Tottenham fan. I'm not a Newcastle fan. But when I'm watching a game and a team is dominating so much, you can only get frustrated. I can't imagine how the Tottenham fans felt because what was it that we said about them? couple of weeks ago I was about to bring up the Arsenal game right the clear yeah, instinct they don't yeah. have ruthlessness and then the next week they popped West Ham and then they lost that ruthlessness again so they're only doing it to themselves Newcastle had no Shut right to win that game do you say Radiohead yeah because do it, uh, do it to yourself is a, is a, is a radio headline from a song like alright back to the game <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah no like first of all like, I, I was watching the game I was thinking yeah I can get to praise Tottenham again because the way they lined up, the football they were playing, moving the ball about, you know, done settled Newcastle in a way that, even though Newcastle were getting quite a few breaks, they weren't really troubling Tottenham. You know, Toby Alderweireld again was imperious. Um, nice word. Thank you. Um, dictionary things. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I was from time ago. But anyway, um, it's a footballing word. Oh, it is. Quite, quite Him bit. and Vertonghen probably the best at back pair in the league so far. Yes, well, and, and, well, until that fucking happened. Perez might disagree with you. Yeah, you know I mean. Um, Rose was doing well. Walker was doing well. Okay. I mean, it was, it was it was compact. It was good. And then second half, Newcastle. This this is what hurt me even more because at the end of the day, yeah, was it the commentators were like, oh, McLaren substitution worked. Tactical genius. I'm like, no. Yeah, the Perry should have been playing. The Mitchell should have been playing from the start. Trying to have gifted those goals to them. Listen, the first goal, right? So. Newcastle got a free kick right in the, what, the edge of the box. I don't think you'll need to explain these goals. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into this, bro. I'm going to, I'm going to tear them bit, limb by limb. And then... Um, well, quickly, Luffy's almost on. I'm going to tear them limb by limb. And um, <laughs> what's it called? Um, no, what's it called? Seriously, though. Um, so, about to take the free kick. And I just tweet, you know what? They're going to regret this. Oh, jeez. Where's the ball in? And this is where I get frustrated. See, this is... Let's go into defenders, isn't it? Let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, go on. Let's do it. Because... Mitrovic is in between, not even two, three defenders. The boy and the goalkeeper, and, and the goalkeeper, and he somehow managed to get the ball before the guys in front of him. Wait to the Chelsea game. Oh boy! So, I mean, as for the second goal, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's one-one. I don't know why you're bombarding forwards like that. What was keeper doing? Yeah, Norris should not be being like, there post again, again. So he's got a real big issue with that. But I'm gonna I have to praise Newcastle because at the end of the day, <coughs> second half. After you have to be on the second half, Tottenham was still applying pressure, but the the pressure wasn't going anywhere. Like they were a lot more defensively solid. Colicini was actually doing something. 
so it, it's funny have you noticed every time he does something we comment because he's just so apathetic towards Newcastle exactly so I mean yeah, at the end of the day you know what this squad the goals they deserve to win it's simple as that Tottenham has got exactly what they deserved yeah. and if you want to finish in the top four to, to be honest I don't see you finishing the top four right now anymore because actually no I do because May United are not probably going to struggle to get finished in the top four but Leicester have overtaken you now and when Chelsea are knocked out this by far is your best chance to do it and I said a couple of weeks ago that Tottenham are in the title race but they're not going to win it so they're, they're in about there they will be in about there but they're doing the same thing Man United are doing how many times do you need chances for given to you before you actually take that chance to maybe push the teams at the top Michael they ain't going to they ain't going to be there they're going to be in the no, no, echelons no, no. until they get there yeah, but, yeah, but I've, said, I've, I've said that but at the same time at least push that Push those teams. Let them feel some sort of pressure at the very this least. This is their opportunity. And they're not doing it. And if they finish fifth, they only got the sauce to blame. Simple as that. So, I'm, t- I'm taking this as a, a mini blip. I'm still backing them for top four because this is one game. They hasn't lost in 14 Premier League games. So, you know what? Fair enough. But if you're going to keep messing about the way you mess about and doing whatever you did against Newcastle, who should not have won that game at all, you're going to get punished. So, you know, Arsenal are playing Man City next weekend. Maybe that's your chance to try and push for second at the very least anyway. A little bit of a stat here. Third year in a row that Newcastle have beaten Tottenham at White Hart Lane. Yeah. It's like they've got a stranglehold on them, isn't it? It's, it's the same thing. So, Sunderland set their manager, play Newcastle next week, pop Newcastle, then Newcastle and their fraudulent manager go to White Hart Lane and win. There you go. Story of every Premier League season. A story of every Premier League season. Are we going season. to the game now? No. We've got one game left before we get to the game. All right, Darren. Wait, I just caught... Arsenal has Villa on Sunday, innit? Yeah. And you popped it first? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I swear, Dan. Yeah. You ain't got to trim me, though. Don't care, really. Anyway, <laughs> Liverpool, West Bromwich, Albion, fairly simple goal. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be quick. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about this much. Um, finish right. 2-2. We finish 2-2. Tapey is 250th appearance. Well done to him. Him company got a fight. Previously, got killed. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but uh, it, it speaks volumes that a team at Liverpool is going to the fans and giving it all the the ways when oh, they're going yeah. back to two nil. They should not be celebrating that. And I know Jurgen Klopp is trying to get the fans back on side with the club, but this isn't the way to do it. A team at Liverpool should be disappointed in the fact that that's happened. I I, I think he's trying to just make the club a little, a little bit like um. Dortmund yeah, yeah. every resort they went to the yellow wall and they're doing that thing yeah. so I think he's trying to get that culture back in but it's yeah, I know, but it's a different club yeah but it's not as if they did it against City a lot of I, I, I'm, I'm assuming but I think I'm assuming correctly that at least 30% of those Liverpool fans are doing what, what are you doing here you just had to come back to draw against us from at home don't come here and give it ways I, I, I think it was more to just say thank you to the fans but yeah, I, I know, know, I know but I'm, that yeah, we know we know what fans are like um, especially in England anyway Origi's doing well. Origi's really benefited um, for from um, Jurgen Klopp. Um, and to, and it's funny enough, Jurgen Klopp's come out to West Brom really play long balls. Well, welcome to Premier League and welcome to managers like Terry Pulis. They don't care about style of football. They want points. Exactly. That's that's yeah. Good get good getting on in that because he's sounding he's sounding a lot like Brendan Rodgers there. Oh, they can't play this kind of football. That's why we didn't win because we can't listen. When you're on form, teams are gonna play a different style to stop you. Basics. So how about you get over it and prove how good a manager that we all know you are and get those results. I Don't come with that BS. Ooh. That's fighting talk. I think, I think we should just end it there. Let me get, let me get it out of the way. So let's explain it to you. Gerard Mark II in Henderson slotted the ball home after a very simple thing. Gerard squared. Behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> then Dawson's goal was all Mingale's fault. <laughs> Should have claimed it. Didn't. It was all your fault. Yeah, rubbish. Uh, yeah, they made the right decision. I think the Olsen goal was uh, ruled out there, even though he took he took his time he took his time to uh, make the decision right decision in the end. However, but uh, he scored anyway. Um, Olsen in the second half, glancing header from the corner, quite good. Liverpool still can't defend from corners. Lovren, we talked about him earlier. Boy. Lucky boy, lucky lucky boy. Could have he's avoided um, any ligament damage from that. Uh, Awful tackle that he received in the uh, match, of course. And uh, Rondon should have finished the game off when his shot from outside the box slightly missed the post. 
but Origi's perseverance got his side the point after his shot was deflected in. Yes. Now we can talk about right. Monday. Quick, 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 Lewis, quickly, I'm going to say these things because I really want to watch Lufa. Um, quickly, Mourinho's quote at um, Inter about Ranieri. He's over 70 years old. He's not won anything. He spent so much time in England and he can barely say good morning. Boy. I wasn't nice, was it? It was three quarters, right? You can say you can say good morning, but yeah, the, the rest is kind of true. The rest is kind of, yeah, but it, it was the way you have to say it, though, do you? No, it's, 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 it's just true, the yeah. lack of tact. And the thing is, there's this one, um, this is leading into a bigger point. There is um, there's a cloud around her, um, Chelsea, and there's always been this cloud around Chelsea, but there's they're, they're so hated that I think the players now don't. They can't play in that environment. They don't look like they want to play for an environment of a team that throws a woman physio under the bus for doing their job. They don't want to be. They look like they're shackled by what people see of Chelsea. They look a shadow of themselves. Um, it's just it's it's quite crazy to see. Um, terrible defending. Um, for terrible. For Mara's second, he was able to basically just pop a few darts. Yeah, Fardy's first. Yeah, right. Well, exactly. But. Well, he's popped a few dance views and then decided to, to, to score with his left foot, which he does often. Uh, it was the first goal, cut inside with his left foot, and Jimmy Vardy made a diagonal run, which Jose Mourinho specifically said would happen at his post conference, saying that we practiced defending that time and time again, and they didn't. Because they, they, they don't want to play for it. You can, only blame, you can only blame John Terry for that goal because I don't understand what the hell he was. He looked lost. The first one. This, yeah. this yeah. is exactly what I'm going to say. Rob, Robbie Savage said Chelsea looked a better side without him. You can't decide it because they did because that's, they took him off the way for three for three. Maybe got a goal. They started really going for it. Um, but Leicester stats on Leicester. According to previous statistics, the way that um, the way that football has gone, according to BBC um, Five Live Radio, Leicester have a forty-seven point three percent chance of winning the league. No team, Leicester's uh, current position, have finished outside the top four. Those are the two things. They're really onto something here. And uh, the thing is, uh, like, it's going to be a real t- tough test because the next few games are going to be the first time where they have had to change their team out of necessity because Jai Drinkwater got injured and Robert Hoof is suspended. Um, so they're going to have to play Wojnarowski and they have to play Andy King. But Andy King did slot in fantastically well um, when Andy Drinkwater got injured. They did fantastically well. Mares and Vardy have assisted and scored 20, 25, 20, 26, no. 26 goals. Like, they're doing fantastically well. There's, there's no bones about it. They're doing great. And um, to get this in, and now they're the tops. They're the top men of the week for me, and uh, the week people of the week for me is. Oh, we're doing that quickly. Yeah, I'm doing that quickly. Is, is John Terry because he, he needs to be a leader in this Chelsea team, and he, he is faulting big time. I don't think he feels like a leader anymore. I think he's because he's been sitting on a bench so much, he's not used to it. But Charles, Jose Mourinho is not to blame. I can't be I'm saying. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. You can see it. Yeah. At the end of the day, the players don't want to. Hazard taking himself off being just hilarious. They don't want to play for it. It's pathetic. Yeah. It, it was cowardly from Hazard. I don't, I don't care. The injury wasn't serious like that. You know, I, I was watching that. I thought it was serious because Vardy did deliberately come in his, his rear band the way he landed at the same time as well. It looked quite hard. By the end of the day, you won that injury. Mourinho's going to play on. You're the, the, he's the manager. Respect him. You don't have the respect for that. So if that's going to happen. If I'm, Mourinho is a he's a ruthless manager, he'll sell him if he does that kind of it'll bullshit. Be, it'll, it'll, this, so. this is the thing; it'll be very, very interesting to see Chelsea how they activate around summer. Oh, we're very, yeah, I think they'll sell quite a lot of people and bring in a, a lot of new people. But no, um, compared to Leicester, man, they Chelsea were poor. Leicester were fantastic, and um, Kante in the midfield, box to box, fantastic, solid pass, tackle, everything. He's complete, in my opinion. Complete indeed, and this podcast is almost complete, but it won't be complete without your segment, Michael. Top bins. What bins? Top bins. Yeah. Yeah. That was really. Mares. Yeah. <laughs> Mares. That's it. Mares. 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 What you win top bins this week? Well done. Uh, just get to the fixtures because Darren's already done his part. Uh, next week, Chelsea, Sunderland. Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. Two yeah. 0 I hope. I mean, if, you, if it's getting to the point where you can't beat Sunderland, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Everton, Leicester. 2-1, um, Leicester. 2-2. Two, two. Ooh. Manchester United, Norwich. 1-0, Norwich. Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> Southampton, Tottenham. 
One no Southampton. Three one Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, Stoke Crystal Palace. Stoke two 0 Stoke two one. Uh, West Brom Bournemouth. Bournemouth three one. West Brom one 0 Newcastle Aston Villa. Newcastle no no. <laughs> Newcastle one 0 uh, Sunday's games Watford Liverpool Watford 1 Liverpool 1 yeah I'll go with that right uh, Swansea West Ham West Ham I hope because I don't like Swansea I don't like Judges Shelby He's, it's his fault that Monk got sacked so because he chats Shelby to Main Ed so 2-1 uh, away side I'll echo that 2-1 West Ham and uh, game of the century Arsenal Manchester City City 5-1 ooh <laughs> No, you know, you, no, 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 Arsenal will lose this game. Uh, Man City will probably be about 2-1 though. I don't think it'll be too big. Okay. And the table, of course, Leicester. Our first of 35 points. Getting the biggest nosebleed of all time. Oh, jeez. Title contenders, man. Yeah. Teams that made the top four are Arsenal, Manchester City and Manchester United. Tottenham are fifth, like always. <laughs> Crystal Palace are sixth. Watford are seventh. West Ham are eighth. Ninth are Liverpool. And tenth are Everton. Uh, 11th, 12th, 13th, Stoke, Southampton, West Brom. Uh, 14th, 15th, Bournemouth, Chelsea. No, Newcastle, I apologise. Uh, not yet. <laughs> oh, shit. 16th, Chelsea. I repeat, Chelsea are 16th. 17th, are Swansea City. Really bad, really. Yeah, Gary Monk. And in the relegation zone, 18th, 19th, and 20th, Norwich, Sunderland. With six and points. Aston Villa with six, six points. points. Yeah, six points. Chelsea's song it says "Winning is our game." <laughs> not, not this season, dickheads. Michael, where can they find us? Uh, SoundCloud slash uh, Free Midfield. I'm taking my time, bro. Uh, <laughs> free Midfield dot com. Yeah, I don't even watch Midfield. Has it started yet? So chill. And um, <laughs> yeah, Twitter free in midfield. Midfield. This has no, no, that's been my part, bro. Hurry the fuck up. Free man. in midfield. Okay, there you go. This has been another weekend. Fuck it. I don't even think I've got it wrong. Wait. Of the Free and Midfield podcast. Can I just say something? Can I just say something? Can I just say something? No. All right, I'm going to say something, innit? Go on. By the way, you first started. Bye. <laughs> Didn't know we're talking, though. Bye, laptop, fam.